is Trey Allen from the I See Code Switch podcast, where we bridge connections to a different walk of life. Today, I am joined by a special guest, Mr. Richard Cawthorn. Say hello to everybody. Hey, how y'all doing today? Um, and we're going to just have a quick conversation. Well, probably not so quick because I'm a talker, so mm-hmm. we'll probably talk for a little bit, but we're going to pretty much go through Richard Hawthorne, the man, not the athlete, and figure out how he got to where he is. So, Mr. Richard, my first question to you is going to be, who are you? Well, um, first off, I'm, uh, I'm the youngest, the baby of four siblings. Um, I'm the oldest of six. <laughs> yeah, well, so we on a separate, we on a separate <laughs> end. So, yeah, I had, um, I had a little more freedom than you know my siblings you know because by the no, time <laughs> exactly you had all the responsibilities <laughs> so i had more of the freedom you know um um not to say the parents got tired or anything like that but you know they've learned that the you know, yeah the patience you know they learn what you know what to what to you know push what not to push and things like that as far as you know um being more relaxed you know in Makes uh sense. in parenting um but um yes i'm the youngest of four siblings uh my dad is a um my dad is a uh, assistant uh preacher and uh my mom my both my mom and dad is retired man retired yeah, my dad is a thank you my dad is an assistant preacher and my mom she uh she stays home and she does her little workouts and she, and she likes to clean so i would say that's I'm what she do so i'm figuring yeah. out yeah. and such vinegar okay. and baking soda Vin- Every, I, so you, i just you, seen that if I you use vinegar that. and baking soda on anything yeah. it seems to clean up i mean Everything. you might clean a center soul i hear you i seen but yeah i just recently seen that some people added uh lime or lemon that helps come yeah soft, yep yep but yeah so um, mom and dad retired mom and dad retired the youngest and um who am i I would say I'm a product of my neighborhood. Um, um, obviously, as you see me and as people, you know, see me in real life or in pictures, you know, I'm small. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a runt. You I'm know, five foot six, so I don't so, know what small I'm being. Well, you, it, well, you know, I'm five three. You know, you ain't missing. You're actually three inches, baby. Don't talk to me. Nobody's special. I'm the same uh, size. Everybody. If you're not six feet, you're short. You're, exactly. So I'm like, yeah. Well, I'd rather been on the smaller end because yeah, no. I can't go and I mean I'm just one size above mm-hmm. grade school shoes. Yeah, this is uh, great, like, great. I don't really catch a deal out of my height. Hey. Most people. Hey. hey, it is what it is. But yeah, you know, so. Yeah, I, I am a runt, you know, and I was the youngest of the group of kids that I had in my in my neighborhood. And we had a neighborhood park. And okay. when I say I was the youngest, I'm talking about we had 30 to 40 kids. In a neighborhood? In a neighborhood. I haven't seen any kids out so, since, like, summer camp. <laughs> yes. So we had a very, when I say I'm a product of my neighborhood, I'm a very competitive person my neighborhood was very competitive and when i said i was the youngest and i was a runt uh me and my cousin uh me and my cousin actually lived next door to each other Uh, we were same age and um i would say at the age of at the age of eight and ten we're playing sports you know outside sports with kids 15 18 you know, oh, so and they didn't treat y'all no differently. Based they on the didn't, yeah. So, so we had to fight to be able to play with them, 
And when we did get a chance to play with them, we had to we had to show out and take you know everything. So um, with that being said, who I am as a person um, is that person the one first look at everything and analyze it and see how I can be be how I can compete or better than the people that I'm going into. So I'm always looking at lines and angles. I'm big on leverage. You know, looking at lines and angles and making things easier for me to compete. Um, but also, um, I'm the type of person that don't give up, you know. I get it. <laughs> you know, so so um, that's who I am as a person. Um, the person who who looks at every little thing and try to figure things out, you know, and try to be the best at what they do. When I hear that, I hear one of my favorite quotes is said that excuses are tools of incompetence to yes. build bridges to nowhere and mindless nothing is no they specialize in anything else. My dad, my mom please kind of he taught me that one thing and I, mm-hmm. it stuck. That stuck was probably the only thing that stuck. Maybe I should listen to everything else like great being yeah. <laughs> that one stuck to me because in my head, my mom her also her short and condensed version of it is don't take no's, take not now. Yes. So I, and that's a faith thing. I feel like if I can't get it accomplished at that time, I'm just not ready. It's not that mm-hmm. it's not accomplished. Yep. And I hear that when you say the competition. Yeah. Like me, I love to grill, but I don't want to just be a good grill. I want to be the greatest grill. Yeah. How can I improve this method? I got mm-hmm. this perfected. What can I do? Because some people say it's hard because you're like never settle. But if you're settled to me, you did. You did. Yeah. It's like yeah. if you are like, yeah. How many people do you hear get to the top of the mountain? They're like, all right, I'm done being at the top of the mountain. You start looking at the sky and say, well, can I fly? I know I can climb. Mm-hmm. So I hear that a lot. In yes, yes, yes. Um, so who was someone else that you are? Um, uh, to say, you know, to say that, um, you know, a particular thing outside of, you know, how I look at things, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty hard because, you know, everybody have different, you know, different yes. aspects of themselves. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm the dad, Richard, you know, I'm the, I'm the lifter, Richard, you know, I'm the, I'm the entrepreneur, Richard. So, you know, um, um, Multifaceted. yeah, you know, so, you know, it's, it's, you know, I'm an emotional person, you know, as far as, you know, um, um, like, empathetic you know what i mean sure. um well uh, you do have a daughter correct yes, yes. you got no choice yeah right, <laughs> right so you know it's it's a it's a bunch of facets i'm not just one and and i don't want people to see me as one and i don't think they do you know what i mean uh people see me as you know um quiet some people see me as being you know full of energy you know uh so it's just different it just depends on you know, where I'm at and the roles that I'm playing at that, at that, at that time, not to say that I'm, I'm deliberately playing roles, but you know, we're more than just one thing. You know? Absolutely. Uh, well, my next question, I'm going to be over. I have a gift for you actually, Oh, because cool. I saw you had a Jeep Wrangler. So I'm giving you <laughs> a duck. Yes. Everybody the- gives ducks around here. That's what's I up. I actually get that for Christmas and uh, I have a Batman. Okay. Yes. Mine is called the Dark Knight. So, uh, 
I gave you something close to Batman. As okay, this looks like a ninja, you know what I mean? Yeah, Batman was a ninja. Okay, yeah, yeah he was a ninja. Yeah, yeah, League of Shadows. Like yeah, yeah, that's right. So I wanted to know, what's the Thank title you. of your GTA? Well, I don't have a title. You haven't named your I, I have not you named. You've almost two years, haven't uh, Yeah, about, about two years. And... um. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what I would name it. I mean, all I would say that was that's that's my second baby because um, you know my baby girl. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Uh, but um, that thing's been with me. It traveled with me. You know yeah. what I mean. So it 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 done its part. And uh, um, I don't know. Um, now that's what's funny. But, uh, for me to be a competitor, mm-hmm. you know, Jeeps don't go fast. But yeah. they can't. <laughs> Right. It doesn't go fast, but there's yeah. no place it really can't go. It can't go. So exactly. I tell everybody, it might not get there as fast as you would yes. want it to, but yes. it's going to make it there. So yes. I, I was a Jeep guy. That was my big goal when I was mm-hmm. a kid. I told my mom, I said, when I make it, I'm going to buy me a Jeep Wrangler, have up. a nice house with basketball And I don't know I made it. And I yes. got a basketball goal for Christmas at the house. There so we go. Now I've made it. There's, well, I'm not knowing what else is next. So it's, we got to work on you naming your Jeep. Yeah, we do got to do that. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I could. It's black. Could, so, I mean, yes. usually it's black. Black on black. I, I love it. I love it, man. Yeah, black on black. I, that's That's <laughs> been my thing. But yeah, I, I'll have to think about it. I'll probably I'll, I'll think about it while we talk. Perfect. Um, my next statement I want to have. You're known as Trunks Man Pound Pound. That's a stat. I guess I should have probably told the audience that game with, but mm-hmm. that's not what we're here for. But mm-hmm. you being the strongest man, you did it at how many pounds? Uh, one thirty, one hundred and thirty pounds. And you were able to deadlift over six hundred pounds. Yes. Squat over five hundred pounds. Yes. Bench over three hundred pounds. Yes. One hundred thirty pounds. Yes. Yes. This is what I would say. And when I this was the main question I had, I said, your journey seems so prophetic. It almost seems like it could never be replicated. Do you believe someone else can accomplish your feet? Um, I believe someone could get close. If I believe it's possible. You know what I mean? Are you saying like, um, uh, get that title? Or are you saying do like the route you took? Because we the spoke, route that I uh, if you could reiterate your main accomplishments you told me in our recent conversation. So uh, yes, my my main accomplishments, um, you know, outside of you know the the records and all that good stuff is the fact that I've done this for twenty years, no gym injuries, uh, no steroid. I mean, no yeah, no steroids, and I only took supplements when um when i was in high school so i'm not a supplement taker now um and when i say no supplements i mean no supplements no like protein creatine no, like no, no creatine no protein no no uh pre-workouts that's just something you know it started off with you know being lazy uh <laughs> as a as a um as a teen of you know not taking taking it but you know i i, I realized that i didn't need it you know i get it and um <laughs> um but those are my accomplishments to be able to be healthy um, and do all those things without the the aid of outside um, outside elements, mm-hmm. and then to um, to to be able to have my health as far as mobility wise and flexibility wise. You know, so you lack dependency of yeah, other things outside uh, of your own. Yes, world. where this sport, you know, especially when I started, the shelf life of a lifter was. Was five years, to yeah five to seven years and you now know I mean? the 
athletes who were the biggest the health complications that come with oh. their life it almost makes you ask five years of amazing for 40 more years of pain yes. it doesn't seem like a fair deal if you ask me that's not and you said not. you've been in the game 20 years and yeah. still healthy as a horse yes and you're not really dependent on anything mm -hmm. so to me that's the profit yes. it's almost like going yes. into the wilderness for 40 days or 40 nights because anybody else would say would they not ask you, well, if you took the supplements, do you think you could have did more? Or if you did added this to your regiment, do you think it would have improved here? But how do you improve the best if the best says, I'm taking it the route I take it? But every time you look mm -hmm. anywhere, it's you have to take this supplement. Yeah. You got to have this amount of this and that mm -hmm. amount of that. Yeah. That doesn't seem like your journey at all. It seems yeah. like. I would, I, I always said that, uh, um, I'm not a power lifter, you know what I mean? Okay. People looked at me, you know, um, and um, the the way everything that I approached lifting was the complete opposite of okay. how, you know, the norm approached lifting. And um, um, and those things, you know, I, I, I'm real happy because of those things allow me to 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 do what I've done you know and do I feel like somebody else can can uh recreate that mm -hmm. um yes I do um I feel like uh but it's all in time though you know what I mean I had the time you know what I mean now somebody somebody in their mid 20s no it's not going to happen somebody early 20s it's possible it's possible but I started when I was 14. You started you know? lifting when you were yes, 14? Yes, I started lifting when I was 14. So, you know, time is everything. You know what I mean? So It would have to be something your first time you start making all this is you agree to that lifestyle yeah. and commit. Do you ever fall off, like, with your well, process? Because, yeah. I mean, 20 years, that's a lot of consistency every single day in and day out, attempting to be better doing the same thing. Yes. It was that, um, it was that drive, you know what I mean? Uh, being, being, you know, my neighborhood. And then every time that I would go to a competition at first, when I, the first beginning, when I go to a competition or I go into the gym, it was always those looks like what you're doing here. So that was that, that eat that first, that mm -hmm. first type of drive was, oh, you don't, I'm, I'm know. Gonna, you don't, yeah, you, you, you don't no know idea. whatever you're going to do. I'm going to do it and do it better. That was that. That was that that mindset. At that's a young almost age. like some people call that arrogance, but that's yeah. true. This if you don't believe you're supposed to be there, mm -hmm. you don't. You don't. If you know you're supposed to be there, yes. there's nothing anyone yes. else could really tell you. It's and like, I'm not to cut you off, but but um, with that, when you said that the arrogance, what I loved about it, because I was never I was never a trash talker or anything mm -hmm. like that, is I wouldn't say anything. They uh -huh. would be talking, but when it's time for me to lift, I do what I do, and I go. My dad, uh, he always say, you can't talk until after you accomplish it. If you can't accomplish it twice, you might want to keep quiet because they can get you. They're going to get you. They're going to get you. So, like, I did that in uh, track. Everybody at the start of the line, they're, mm -hmm. are you fast? And I'm just in my zone mm -hmm. doing my thing. Win the race. Well, you didn't say you were fast. I said, I didn't say I was slow either. <laughs> I mean, there you go. I ain't say I but was. I, I'm not really here for you. I'm yeah. here for me. That's why exactly. I'm, I'm a yes. very fan of individual sports. I yes. mean, they don't consider mascot in a sport, but it's an individual action. Yeah. I mean, I did 
track. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, now I'm lifting and I don't do a team lifting. I kind of go in there for my own thing. And it's yes. like, for me, it's just, I'm at that phase of my life. I just want to see what my body can, can do. do. Yes. Because I was, I mean, I think I was about 130 up until college all the way because I was slender because of the weight that I had to keep off me. Mm-hmm. Being a mascot, it was, you sweat a lot. Yeah, I can and imagine. Always, you sweat a lot is just to be full of fluid. You can't be full of fat or you're going to be, you're going to have health complications. Yeah. So I, I've never really been a team guy, like tennis more than anything. Mm-hmm. I'm learning golf a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't do team. The dependency factor yeah. on me is also because I'm the oldest. Yeah, my dad, too, he instilled, yeah. it's my fault. Yeah. Even if it's a team, it's my fault. So yeah. the only way for me to prevent myself from continual disappointment, just yes. do it by myself. Yeah, no, no. And that was, that was a part of my, uh, my thing as well. Cause I played, I played football in high school and uh, again, I was small, but they had me playing, you know, a linebacker in high school. They had me playing, you know, everything. I was a, a, a a wing i was a running back i was a um db linebacker so you know the thing was is you know i played that but they put me everywhere and they only used me when i when they needed me right Mm. and um i was doing well in powerlifting it's like well they're not playing me as much as i think they should play me you know what i mean um um so it was like well, you know, I started enjoying powerlifting. I was like, well, for me, I'm going to do whatever it takes for me to succeed. You know what I mean? And not to sound like it's selfish or anything like that. You go to bed know? later at night knowing you did everything in your will and whatever the result is. Yes. No one else had influence yes. on that result. Yes. So, you know, that was that, that was my mindset as well is that, you know, um, no one else can can affect my outcome. Now, that also sounds like a very isolated thing. How did you do that? My, I guess more so of a question is, did you? How did your faith work into that mindset? Um. Well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't an isolated thing. Um, even though it was powerlifting, you know, you had powerlift, you had a powerlifting team, and you had teammates and things like that. Um, really, I I didn't know that's how. It yeah, yeah. So you do you you do have a team. So you had a coach um, at one point. Um. So my coach, <laughs> all my high school coaches. So in my neighborhood, um, you met Tony. Um, yeah. Um, Tony was a 20, 22, 23-time world junior champ. Um, um, and, um, you know, we did things in the neighborhood and the competitiveness and, and stuff like that. You know, his younger brother, um, um, other kids in the neighborhood competed. A lot of, a lot of us competed in powerlifting. But in the school, you know, um, we all we all trained together. But as far as coaches that were assigned to powerlifting, mm-hmm. we did our thing. We did our own training. We did, you know, all of it because we we already had we already had the example of Tony and you know and you know we knew what to do. Mm-hmm. So the coach, all those coaches was doing was hey taking us to the 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 events, You know what I mean? Speaking. Exactly. So, um, um, so yeah, yeah, I had, you know, I had support and I supported others, you know, uh, but when it came down to, you know, doing your reps and sets, you know, I didn't, I didn't slack, you know. So did you have, as the top, who, who else can motivate you is my question. Like, did you have a point where you knew you weren't at the top and you had something to attain to? So 
I had problems with that later on in life. Really? Yes. Um, um, and still have problems with that. You know? So are you still competing? Uh, right now, no. 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 But I'm slowly getting, back to starting, oh. getting back into it. But yeah, um, I had problems uh, at, the, at the beginning stages. It was, like I said, that first phase was, you know, um, um, showing people that. You belong. I belong. And never you know. should have been a question. Exactly. After that, it was. Oh, they expecting. Uh, so I got to, I got to come with it. That changes you know things. Mean? It changes things. So it's a lot of self-pressure. A lot of, well, it was more of a lot of self-pressure, you know what I mean? Because people just wanted to see, just wanted to see me perform, you know? And they never seen anything, you know, besides Tony, you know, yeah. like it, you know? I mean, every, I looked, when I saw the video, I was like, that does not look like it's supposed to happen that way. Or <laughs> if it happens, you're thinking, oh, somebody pulled something. Mm -hmm. It's no, it's mm -hmm. and then looking through your regiment, nothing about it's all seems like you're very in tune with being in tune with your body. Yes, that's the continual emphasis I see on that. To me, it's like you're in the gym when you're not in the gym because you're mentally every decision you make, you under have understood how much it affects mm -hmm. everything up. That to me seems difficult because I mean, yes, I'm sure it's like not going. You you drink at all? Just... So at a young age, um, in a way, it, so when you ask the question as as like iso being isolated and things like that, I wasn't isolated, but there was a lot of things that I did naturally that um, that uh, would I would stop, you know, I, I would make better decisions naturally mm -hmm. because you know, like I knew it would affect you know it would affect my performance. Now I didn't start, I didn't start drinking until, um, which is still, I guess early, but I didn't start drinking until I was like 20, probably 24, 25. I've know? never had yeah. a drop of liquor. I mean, I did that's, wine yeah, once, that's but awesome. makes yeah, my yeah. stomach upset. Yeah, well, yeah. my dad, he had kidney failure. So yeah, yeah, that's right. The decisions yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of were made yep. for me mentally. Yep. yep. I hit like, I think I was probably around college when I realized. My mom, she had a brain tumor. She's mm -hmm. fine now, though. But yeah. I just kept seeing overwhelming facts that showed me something that my parents are doing it's not right. is yeah. not clicking with their health. Yeah. So I guess that journey was determined for me. So I usually I That's cut awesome. out pork. I hadn't had it in years. I don't judge people who do, but yeah. my blood pressure is big in my family. Yeah. Salt is the only way your pressure skyrockets like that. Mm -hmm. Salt and stress. Mm -hmm. So I try to find peace of mind and I try to stay away from the highly salted foods. Mm -hmm. So I it's in my own family they all look a little different. They're like, well, yeah. you know, the yeah. tray comes by, we have to make sure he's not gonna be uncomfortable around our food. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, if y'all notice, y'all all caught blood pressure around twenty one. Yeah. I'm almost thirty and yeah. my doctor says I'm healthy as a horse. Mm -hmm. Not a drop of like anything. But it's also comes with that argument because my family comes back and they'll go, well, it feels like you're just not living life. And I'm like, well, what is living life? Yes. You know, I don't want to be, I mean, I have a kid on the way, so yes. I don't want to be in my position of life and I can't hold my child and it mm -hmm. doesn't hurt. Yep. Like, I want, when they turn almost 10, I still yeah. pick them up, hold them, and it feel normal and natural. It just doesn't come at a cost because yes. I know what it was like when I'm, I mean, my dad got my kidney failure when I was 12. 
Well, yeah. So at 12 years old, you're just not athletic enough where you want to go outside and play with your dad. Exactly. You want to show him you can throw a little faster or run a little quicker. And mm -hmm. He's stuck in the house because he's sick. And he yep. can't go out and do yep. what naturally he should be able to do at that age. That imprinted on me for a long time. So, um, With that, with that being ahead. said, um, my, my first state competition in high school, uh, I said two things. Um, and that was in my, my ninth grade year. That was the year 2000. I said that I was going to um, become pound for pound strongest person in the world. And I said that I'm going to be able to play with my my uh, kids and grandkids when I'm older. Gorgeous. So that was, that was my two things that I said out loud. I remember directly after winning, it was, it was my coach, it was a teammate, and it was me. And they was talking, and I was kind of like zoned off. And I just looked up while they was talking. I was like, "This is what's gonna happen." Exactly. Yep. Alaska. Uh, You're yes. from Southern Mississippi. Yes. And out of nowhere, you just choose to move to Alaska for a time period. It wasn't out of nowhere, but uh, so where did it come from? So um, I did a lot of seminars, um, and one of my first seminars was uh, was out in Alaska. Um, so. Uh, I uh, did a seminar for a guy named um, Morgan, and uh, he looked me up. He had, <laughs> he had hit me up on Instagram. It was kind of weird, mm -hmm. you know, and it was kind of like a, a, a little weird conversation, but he, you know, always looked for, you know, the best people, you know what I mean, at what they do, you know, trying to, trying to figure things out as far as, you know, athletics and things like that because he was, you know, he was a baseball player, and he got to go – he had uh, a great experience as a kid, you know, his dad took him to Africa and hunt and stuff like that, but he got, he was a baseball player, but he got to, he got to, you know, throw a baseball with, you know, uh, those tribes that throw spears and he got to learn how they threw naturally with those spears. And he was just always into the natural movements, you know really? what I mean? And that was how his mind kind of, you know, built up and, you know, he was always in a search for looking for someone who, always did things naturally and, and very, you know, uh, not mechanical, but more in natural movements, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he hit me up, um, flew out there, and we became friends, you know, ever since then, you know. That's um, <laughs> usually how it works. Yes. Exactly. It's close to the friend. So um, some years went by. I think I went out there uh, 2016. And um, um, so Southern Elite – I started Southern Elite in 2010. I started it um, in a 800 square foot storage building. So humble beginnings. Yes, humble, very humble. Um, so it was 800 square feet, um, and I was in like a middle bay, and um, I grinded it out. I had got another uh, 800 uh, square feet on one side, and then the other on the other side. So it was about 24. 2400 square feet mm -hmm. and then it and then uh met up. some yeah uh met some uh, a good friend of mine now and um uh, uh we decided to take it big you know yeah. and uh and uh we so had like just a regular gym or a powerlifting gym so or... the first gym was i mean it was 800 square foot in a in a storage unit pretty mm -hmm. much you know um this was a 
powerlifting gym. But I, you know, I trained, you know, I, I did um, uh, group training for females. I did, uh, I had my powerlifting team that I took traveling. And then uh, I heard something about a church league that you kind of did for free where you helped members of the church. Oh, uh, so that was, that was a little later on. But yes, um, that was in the, the bigger facility. Um, um, I had my, they call them the swag. You know, so that was, that's the, the elder females. Mm -hmm. So they would come in, um, they would come in and, uh, at the new place, they would come in and I would train them, you know, but at the old place, you know, it went from, you know, 800 to 2,400. And then the new place, uh, that was in Diablo on Audemars Parkway was, so I went from 2,400 square feet to 22,000 square feet. So, yeah. You went from a corner to a, a few lots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Jeez, man, so it was, a, <laughs> it was, a, it was a huge jump, you know? Um, um, and, uh, Southern elite, the first, the first, um, the first Southern elite was so cultivated, you know, it was a family, you know, mm -hmm. small, you know, and it grew and, and everybody wanted to be a part of, it, you know, so we did it big, you know, and that culture continued, you know I mean? That place still people call it Southern elite, you know, it's, it's mm -hmm. American top team now, but, um, um, when people came in and they still tell me to this day, it's like, it's, it's just different. It's a different environment. It's, it's, it's family. We feel like, um, we belong. And of course it's, it was always based around information. So everybody who came in, no matter if he was, uh, um, a 65 year old woman or a 16 year old, uh, kid, I wanted people to understand that everybody in there is motivation because at the end of the day, they here to build themselves up. Yeah, yeah, I so that's my, that environment. Like that. If you're going to the gym and looking for perfect people, you're not in the right gym. You're not in the right gym. Gym's full of imperfect people. Working it's, it's like church. Church. Exactly. There you go. That's how I, and that's how I explain people. It that is that is church. You go you go to a place that's like minded. Everybody's on different journeys, but you motivate each other because you're there to get better. True. You know? Well, you're not there also to I mean, I know when you're in competition, but mm -hmm. yes, you're there best but mm -hmm. when you're working everybody shows up at the same time like i you know when it's when you have a regimen for me uh me and my wife are just now going together so i mm -hmm. moved to the early so different the staff say well you're early today because you become cultivated they know mm -hmm. things like when the wedding is they know when mm -hmm. the babies do they it's your family because they just see you and that there, there's an admiration i have for people consistency is difficult it's easy to get up and do it for a week it's really easy to get it up and do it for half a year. Yeah. But when life starts to change mm -hmm. and inflation and mm -hmm. this, that, and the third, and so much, because it, it'll weigh on you. And that's yes. when you have to figure out only people getting you there are sometimes those people. It's like, I can't miss because if I miss, I've done that before. Miss the yes. time, then I'm consistent. Somebody from the group finds me on Facebook. Yes. Everything good? Well, yeah. You didn't show up yeah. or you didn't show up two days. We're okay with you taking. Are you are you good? Is there something we can do? That becomes your family. That sounds like what Southern Elite mm -hmm. was when you first started. Mm -hmm. So I, I get that. Mm -hmm. And Southern Elite, uh, it was great. Um, the very first place is my baby. The second place is everything that I wanted to create. Okay. Um, and I miss it. And I miss my people. Um, but at the same time. Um, the facility was everything that I wanted to create. Uh, the environment 
was was what I wanted to create, but I wasn't doing what I know I was supposed to be doing because this is a bigger this is a bigger facility, uh, sixteen employees, you know, and you know being you know, someone who's, you know, broke records and things like that, mm -hmm. you know, and being the face of the gym um, and operating the gym, everybody want, want to come to me for the problems or come to me or just speak to me, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it was a lot of um, things that, you know, I wasn't able to do, you know what I mean? At that time. Um, at that time. And um, that weighed on me. Um and I knew I needed to, it was, I've been writing a book for forever. Saw that. How, so, how close to done is this um, book? I mean, it's, it's super close. It's just, I need to get with the editor and put it all together. Okay. Um, I mean, it's, it's. What made you want to write a book? Um, Cause I've, I, I, I gained so much information through my, you know, through my journey, mm -hmm. you know? Um, um, yeah. And, and, and it's, it's something that I believe everybody need to know and to to experience but um so you know i didn't I, I haven't finished that book at the time you know and um and i wasn't being able to touch people you know and help people you know um as much you know i had my kids classes and things like that but i wanted to be able to touch the adults as well you you've know? seen more intimacy is what you seem like yes. you're like you yes. have the influence but you prefer intimacy over influence. Mm -hmm. yes so yes because it's it's you can you can talk to people all day long the 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 process of of teaching someone mm -hmm. is dialogue um dialogue then um getting them to experience what you experience mm -hmm. and then after the dialogue and they actually get to experience what you experience mm -hmm. then you show what it looks like when they hit that experience makes sense okay um a lot of times like just talk about you know lifting or whatever a lot of people get motivation and they they go on instagram or youtube and they see these people lift these this this extraordinary amounts of weight and they be like oh i'm gonna do it like that you can look at somebody do something and you can emulate emulate it, mm -hmm. but you cannot, you cannot do it exactly what they're doing because you never felt what they felt. Mm -hmm. So, so that throws not sympathize more yes. so. Yes. Yes. So you can't you can't connect and actually learn. So a lot of people learning through uh, emotional takeover. We're like, wow, that was a lot of weight. And those people are not actually doing it most of the time, not doing it right. Mm -hmm. And they're emulating something that's wrong. And, pl and plus, they don't even know what that person is feeling or experiencing. Or you know what, what it mean? took. Or Everybody's not willing to pay that it. cost. They're not that willing comes to pay that cost. And sometimes the question yes. is, is the cost worth it? And I'm sure it's like once you like a wheel once you're on it don't stop moving unless something stops you yeah moving. yeah so sometimes some people can see they're going down that wrong path but they've been doing it so long like uh, the liver king guy i saw that i mean anybody who lives tell everybody human body is not if you can see seventeen thousand veins you got something to add to <laughs> the human yeah. body isn't built to be yeah at a certain yeah you're supposed to have a certain percentage that you're supposed to be mm -hmm. but come on now if you're yeah. under four percent body fat 
That can't feel good. It's not healthy. I mean, at all. Guys under, and I say it's probably a little, little more, but guys under 7% and females under 14% is not healthy. I mean, like I got told everybody I'm more moving towards 15%. I'm at 20, but I'm like, yeah. 20 feels good still. Yeah. I can yeah. I walk eight miles on Saturday, yeah. no problem. My little, the ball of my foot hurt, mm-hmm. but that's the only thing yeah. that came with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm all right. My chest felt good. I mean, I have asthma too, so it's like, for me to be able to walk fine, that's all I need. 15% is just, oh, I want a six pack and I want to be able to show it all here. Yeah. But I don't have to like have. And, and, and really, you know, what is abs? You know, that is. That's nothing that we... It's a fake goal that I just yeah, keep making myself. Exactly. And that's my reason to keep going. Yeah. But I mean, I up. say that, I'm like... That's what's up. Last year alone, I could lift up 225 maybe one time. Mm-hmm. The wrong way. Yeah. Yesterday, not well, Sunday, mm-hmm. lifted 225 the right way. Felt good. Didn't have to go crazy. And I said, wow, that's amazing. I'm proud of myself. Now, if somebody else would say, well, you only record three more times. What, what was my goal in the first place? To do it right. No, I'd rather do the exactly. wrong. I'd rather do the lightest weight the right time a million times yep. than do the wrong weight one time. Yep. You, well, you you don't get anything out of that. You, you're you absolutely right. And that's my philosophy in lifting uh, is, is, is the repetition. You know, you do it right with lighter weight, safer, but you can have those repetitions and that lighter weight can emulate heavier weight in those reps. So, um. But yeah, uh, as far as like Alaska, um, uh, I didn't, you know, I had all this going on in the gym um, and I wasn't able to do what I felt like I needed to be doing to help my community, you know, and uh, COVID came and uh, um, changed, changed everything. But as soon as COVID came, like my lease was coming up. You know, on Southern Elite. Yeah, on Southern Elite. And I was gonna stick with it until the owner of the of the property said that he was um that he was selling. You know, uh-huh. so that gave that me more of Yeah. That gave you know, they that that was that final that that big push, you know, that um that uh was like, Okay, well this is this is your time, you need to go ahead and get out and uh do what you need to do, you know, that you feel like that you need to do. Mm-hmm. And um, um, I took care of my people during that, that COVID period um, and let them know what was going on. Um, a lot of people, you know, didn't, didn't fully understand, you know, you know, people were like, are you going through a midlife crisis? Are you doing what is, what is going on? Or, you know, if you're your own artist and no, you can't really, you yeah. can show people the picture, yeah, but they interpret it differently than oh, what yeah. you originally. It's like oh, a yeah. musical artist or any, like my wife, she paints. Mm-hmm. And when I see it, I'm like, oh, well, this looks just like someone. So she's like, well, that's not what I felt when I did that, mm-hmm. but I'm glad it made you emulate. So for you to express your dream or your mm-hmm. desires to something else, I don't think it'll ever really be perceived yep. the exact. You could tell someone one plus one equals two. <laughs> they got common core now that can show you one plus one equals two. <laughs> differently than how I learned it. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I might put some fingers and toes together and they're like, mm-hmm. well, no, let's just say you start with two and then what happens if you remove one? You're like, wait, so you should start with subtraction instead of a dis- same route. Yeah. But, but to somebody yeah. else, common core makes a lot more sense to mm-hmm. the younger addition than it does me. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that, that struggle, but so how much resentment did you face 
at that point. Uh, for resentment for what? For Making the decision that you were going to leave Southern, you leave for the time to find yourself in a better way. Um, there wasn't any resentment because I knew, I knew what I was doing. I knew the outcome. I knew I was going to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, um, yeah, there was no resentment because I was going to, um, uh, I was going to Alaska to actually, cause I never, I never had a, never had a vacation. Ever? No. Yeah. So I mean, it was always competing, competing and, and working my whole life, you know? So, uh, I was like, well, this is my chance. You know what I mean? I'm selling and I got a little bit of money, you know. Um, the only bad thing was is my daughter was here, you know. That has and, to be difficult. Yeah, that was that was totally difficult. That was that was that was the hard part. Um but um um uh, I knew that I was going to Alaska so I can do the things that I need or the my book, um uh, um my book, my my information, mm-hmm. um, and putting together these regimens of what I'm doing here now, I did all that up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you know, um, outside of you know the traveling and the, the hiking and you know all that good stuff up mm-hmm. there as well, and helping my buddy start a business up there, you know, that was my time to put all this together and do this here. You know what I mean? I didn't finish the book because of I did a online, I did an online. Um, course instead and now i'm gonna finish the book i'm still i need to get with somebody to you know uh, it's coming editor. yeah let's yeah, try to yes. set up by the yes. end of 2024 i should be happy i would say halfway right yeah by the end of you know yeah um 2024 i got all of i got all the information the hard part is done. now it's just pretty much it's just tuning up yeah the two that's the hardest part because you got to go back and go back and forth that's that's the yeah. hardest part you know yeah um um, but yeah, I turned, I, instead of finishing the book, I did a online course Bob, where, how many classes is that online for? Um, it is, um, it is a, um, um, take a break. Okay. Give yeah. Us. We're going to take a break guys. We are back. Um, so we're speaking about the online course. Yes. Is, so online course so it's it's one course but it has um five modules you know and it and it goes from um it goes from um learning you know the anatomy about the body and um how i approach my lifting because everything's based around the core you know and the mm-hmm. core is based around breathing and i explain you know the vertebrae and everything expands out from that. So you kind of understand the skeletal system, the muscular system, and then it goes into, you know, how the body um, operates as far as movement, how the body operates as far as breathing, how the body operates as far as energy. Like um, uh, when I say energy, um, how energy flows through the body for movement, you know, and then I go into, um, my laws of lifting, and then it's actually actually um, the lifting aspect of it. You know how you do these movements and why you should do it those certain ways. It seems kind of like a more holistic way of. Oh yes. From what I'm hearing. Yes. It doesn't sound like uh, 
it's just a mechanical machine that has emotions like the human body. Yes. Seems like you approached the human first. Yes. The action second. Yes. Rather than the action is the only thing that matters. Yep. So um I did see with your last post, I've wanted to pose a question for you. You asked yourself, Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? I want to know, did you find the answer when you went to Alaska? Um, so I asked myself those questions, um, but I already know the answer. Interesting. Um, everything that I have done in my life, I've said it years prior that I was going to do. So you're almost like I said initially, you prophesize a lot of stuff. Yes. uh, So that's why it also feels kind of difficult to anyway, because cop me. Who would have thought with Moses saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to put staff in the middle of the water and start sweating around. Somebody would have said, yeah, yeah. yeah. he was on LSD Get out that of here. day. And, and that happened to me a lot, you know, uh, me telling, you know, saying, you know, I was going to be powerful, powerful, strongest person in the world. You know, I got a lot of like, man, get out of oh, here, cute, blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh, yeah, and I'm going to be the president. Yeah, exactly. And even, you know, even your, your loved ones, you know. It's like, well, yeah, you need, you know, you need to do this, you know, you need to do that. You, you know, you gotta what I mean? worry about this. I mean, how can you do yes. that when you got this responsibility? Yeah. So everyone can tell you how to run their race, but nobody wants, wants to put on to... the tires, the tennis shoes, or anything <laughs> else that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you, you know, I've gotten a lot of that, you know, uh, throughout my life with saying that I was going to be powerful, powerful, strongest person in the world in 2005, um, uh, in April. You know, before um, Katrina, you know, I had an interview uh, um, and they asked me, you know, uh, buddy Sean Zilla, who was interviewing me for a magazine, he asked me, you know, what do you see yourself in in five years? I said, I'm going to have my own gym. Katrina hit in September. um, I lost both my jobs. Um, My my daughter was born two days after, I mean, not two days, two weeks after. Yeah, two weeks after and was born in a half open uh, hospital, hospital, you know what I mean? And, you know, had no work, new dad, you know, um, just out there, you know what I mean? So I had years, I had two years off because I had to figure things out, you know what I mean? Um, But lo and behold, 2010, I had my own gym. And in between that time, in between that time, I was out of work more than I was in work. Um, so you still know, having to have the pressure of lifting and maintaining what it takes to keep the body up because it's not cheap to be healthy. I don't no, care what anybody <laughs> says. Listen, um, and um, the reason why it's so expensive because once you gain it, they can't take it from you. Yeah, like yeah, tell everybody, yep. man. I'm a now I do love some some butcher. Mm-hmm. More than I could ever love a Walmart. Mm-hmm. When you taste butcher meat <laughs> yeah. in comparison, you go, oh, oh man. I, I never want to go back. <laughs> and you'll work and do whatever it takes for your lifestyle. So I tell everybody, you got to be able to afford your lifestyle mentally, financially, and physically. Because yep. the road I take is hard. It, it is hard. And at that and at, and at that stage, I was still young. Um, and can be influenced at um, that point, too. Can be influenced. And... and and wasn't doing it all the way right as far as like, you know, the eating and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it was more physical and headstrong, you know, and learning. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was, it was um, a lot of, 
you know, just, yeah, a lot of headstrong and, and being headstrong, you know, physically doing it, you know what I mean? So my body is already in the motion of moving and, and doing and, and creating, you know? So, um, yeah, um, I was just always, always at that point of knowing what I want and seeing it, not knowing how it's coming together, but just trusting and having faith that it's going to happen, you know? Thanks. Core strong living. What is it? Core strong living is a lot, but simple uh, at the same time. Um, core strong living is a way of, 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 of life. Um, and that way of life um, is vitality. You know, um, um, from my information back then to, to, to how the body operates as far as, you know, breathing, you know, and lifting, um, uh, it went on to understanding, you know, through my journey of, um, of being able to keep my vitality, you know what I mean? And a lot of people don't know what what strength actually is strength is the combination of flexibility mobility and endurance okay. okay and and when you have those three things that is real strength you know in my philosophy of lifting um um you have to be able to uh to maintain yourself and you can't maintain yourself if you don't have flexibility True. You can't maintain yourself if you don't have mobility and you definitely can't maintain yourself if you don't have endurance. So, so all those things together is strength and vitality, you know, which strength and vitality is the same thing. And, uh, when a lot of people see the name core strong, um, they think of just lifting and, you know, they think of the core, you know, you know, well, they think of the abs, not the real core. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and it's it's so it's so much more to it, and to um, to break down what it actually is because my logo is three triangles, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and it, all the it, I mean, and and basically, it, it, again, it's a way of living. It's it's a format that you can take and put on everything in your life. Literally, no matter what it is, it is a format you can put on living you know or put on learning how to do something you know what i mean um but um uh the the three triangles uh are are represent the mind body and spirit okay, okay? and uh the white triangle represents white triangle represents the mind okay white uh literally means purity faith like and innocence yes so purity faith and innocence or innocence purity and faith right that's what the color white means okay but also also um um that's what the mind is made up of is it's innocent the mind is the the mind is innocent yep it's a sponge it'll take anything it'll take in anything right mm -hmm. um but also the mind um has the capability of being pure on whatever you 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 allow that space to take in or whatever you allow it to take in. So purity is your realm, your memory, mm -hmm. right? Um, so it's your space. Okay. Um, so 
whatever it does take in, you know, or keep, you know, is how pure it is. Right. And faith is your, your belief, your, your, um, is, is your energy per se. Well, actually the energy is on the physical side, but, uh, faith is your, your, uh, your willpower. Okay. okay? Um, so those three things, you know, with the, with the mind, the white, white triangle have to mirror the physical side, which is the red triangle, which is desire, love, and, um, um, and energy. So everything about this, there's no everything randomness to it. All this has come to me in pieces ever since I was a young, and it's been building up, going through, you know, through my time and my journey, everything. I mean, it's, it's times I would question, how did this come about? How did this information come to me? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, um, but it all, every, I mean, those epiphany moments of, dang, I looked up this or I, I felt this way mm-hmm. back then. And this just falling apart into pieces where it goes there. It, 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 it was meant to be, you know, Makes but I, but yeah, um, it, it those those two things have to mirror the mind and body. So your 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 body, the flesh is desirable. You know, it desires, Absolutely. right? You know, any and everything it wants, right? Salt. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so love, so love is the time. Okay. Whatever you love, you put time in. Okay. And the energy, whatever you have energy to, you will practice or have repetition in. Right. So um, with that being said, those uh, the, the mind and body have to mirror each other. OK, mm-hmm. the parts that mirror each other, the mind and body is the this, um, the innocence of the mind mirrors the desire. Okay? OK, and I'm going to go through each part. So the innocence and desire have to mirror each other. And when those two things mirror each other, that's your that's your infant phase. Really? OK, so when you think about a baby being born, OK, the, the baby is. The baby is innocent, right? Yeah. It takes anything. It takes up anything. So it's open to anything, right? Yeah, not closed to anything. Not well. closed. Exactly. So same thing. So it's innocent, but it's desire. Whatever it sees, it it's going It desires. It desires it on a physical, mental. Yes. On both retail you as well. I, I, I want this. Yes. It's doing whatever it can, any way it can to tell you what it needs. Because it's still also learning what it means because it's still secure. Yes. So with that being said, you have that understanding of, you know, the infant phase, the the, the mind and body mirroring one another. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, We we typically as well as a baby, we don't have to learn that process. We come out into the into that that stage. Right. It's natural as a baby. Okay. And we can lose that as we get older. But we want to be able to maintain that throughout a whole life. Mm-hmm. Now, with what's saying on that that infant phase, okay, we said the the, the baby is open and desirable, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. When you're open mentally, okay, say we get older and we're we're not open mentally, okay, and like the children and we exactly. So so with that standpoint. Um, when the baby comes out, the baby is not only open mentally, but it also it's open what? Physically. So it can do anything, yeah, right? Baby, it feels like it's just, it's cartilage. So yeah, stretch. stretch yeah. Body, I mean, and you just said it. So, so 
I said strength is what? What's one of the elements of strength? Sense, willpower. Well, no, no. elements of strength. Flexibility. Yes. Okay, so if you think about that, the element, one of the elements that I teach is flexibility. So what we do as we get older, we get closed-minded to things because we're so stressed. So our mindset's not flexible and our body's also not as flexible. Yes. We have flexed muscle like we used to. Yes, because we're closed-minded. We're more, we're more confined and closed off. So with that being said, and this is one of the things that I did when I was up there was came up with the program because I already knew it's what it was. But the more like Mondays, when you come into one of these classes, we do nothing but stretching. As you get better, as you get open, flex, flexibility wise, mm -hmm. you become more open to things. You're not closed off. We did you that become... in track. Uh, we won state four times, five times mm -hmm. state championships. Mm -hmm. We stretched 45 minutes, maybe mm -hmm. ran 20. Mm -hmm. It was all about, now we did stretching and abs. Yeah. We, I can tell you, in my track program, that's all we did, stretched all day and night. That's what's up. And we worked on our abs and our core. We biked for hours. We up. literally would run maybe two days out of the week. <laughs> now, we had the least amount of injuries during our yes. season and everyone else, and we had the most endurance. Because yes. we stretched and we also yes. had our core in check. So it does make sense. It, your philosophy, you can win five state champions. Yes. Championship straight off just that simple. Just that simple thing. Um, and you, you said it a second ago, um, uh, the injuries. So being open physically and mentally is also recovery. Okay. So the infant stage is to be able to do without thinking, okay? So when you're performing, okay, you don't want to be thinking while you're performing. It just wants to be natural. You want to react and be natural. So at a high level at performing, so football or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, uh, say a junior, uh, a junior high kid goes into to high school and play their first high school game or – a uh, high school player plays its first college, their first college game. Everything's so much faster because they're sitting there thinking and trying to absorb everything that's going on at once. Mm -hmm. When you've been, when you've been doing it, and you're more open to things. It just moves like it's, it's, almost it's like slow motion. Teeth. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's, it's slow motion. You don't think, yeah, you don't think about it. So, so that's the thing of being open and less stressed. So when you're stressful, you think more. You know, when somebody asks you a question, you'd be like, uh, you let know, me, uh, let me figure. Well, man, you're over correcting because yes. you don't actually tell how you feel. That's I'm, I'm not, I'm not bad at that. Mm -hmm. I've gotten so easy now. It's mm -hmm. also a limit because once you express how you feel, you yes. can't get it back. But a lot of yes. people worry about that. But I tell everybody, if I can't express myself, mm -hmm. who am I showing? Yeah. Exactly. What, what craft am I like? What person am I presenting to? Exactly. Am I presenting what I think you want to see, or am I presenting who I really am? Yes. So you have to like. Uh, I was telling my partner yesterday, we were working on Lamb. She's mm -hmm. pregnant. I don't want her to put in. She can squat. Mm -hmm. Spinal squatting is it, it puts weight on your lower back. No matter what you do. Mm -hmm. Well, you well, right, well yeah. If you do it, it, yeah, it, yeah. I got but what you're saying. We've been yes. trying landmines because mm -hmm. a landmine allows more. It's so new to her. Mm -hmm. She got frustrated with herself. And I was telling her, I'm like, 
teaches poster struggle. It's yeah. brand new. You've never, I, I've never done it. You've never done it. Mm -hmm. We have to. It's new. That's what made it fun for me. Mm -hmm. And once she got over the fact that it didn't look perfect, I'm like, so what does the perfect one look like? <laughs> if we've never seen it being done. That's the, that, that's the perfect question. What does it look like? And then really, you shouldn't be thinking about what it looks like. You should be thinking about what it feels like. True. You know what I mean? You, that's that's the that's the key is is feel. And what is feel? Feel is experience. So that's the whole thing. So about all of this um, is experience. So um, with that being said, We're so the, the infant, yeah. So the infant stage is being open and, you know, the lack of being open is stress. So physically and mentally, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's the infant stage. That's something that we need to maintain throughout our whole life is having that infant stage being open. Um, the second phase, which is the adolescent phase. Oh, okay. So adolescent First phase. First time your body starts pushing back. So, <laughs> so the, well, the adolescent phase is what is adolescence? Erratic movement. I mean, it's 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 erratic. It's 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 you know fast twitch muscles. So it's <laughs> fast twitch muscles. It's it's you know pushing boundaries, pushing back. Mm -hmm. You know, so an adolescent, you know, question not only their authorities, but also question what they can and can't do okay. their capabilities. So what is that? That's, that's being playful, right? So whatever. So, so on the mind and body, what needs to mirror is the, is the love and purity needs to mirror. Okay. So, so this is, no, this is the end. This is the, the adolescent phase. Okay. So, so the, um, so, Desire and innocence was the the infant stage. Okay. Well, Love purity. and purity is it's the adolescent phase. Yep. So so with that being said, whatever you put your mind, whatever you put your time to, mm -hmm. or whatever you love, you're gonna put time into, right? Makes sense. Right. And on the other side, whatever you put your time to, that purity. That 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 will tell your purity of what you say you love, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're gonna start storing that information that you put your time to, right? All right. So you're storing up that space on the mind side of things. Okay. So when you're when you're when you're um in that space that you say you love and putting that time to, you're being playful in that. Okay. That's real what real learning is playing is is playing the absence of ego. So the absence of ego as the infant stage is just the absence of ego. You want what you want. It doesn't matter. You kind know. like how kids can learn a song chemistry because they love the song. It's fun. Chemistry is not as enjoyable to most people. So I can see how that could also tie into yes. physical health because yes, a lot of people it's, well, I don't want to work out because it's hard. I'm already overweight, and I'm like, well, if you hit rock bottom, you can't go no further. That's Get that, off the ground and start you, moving you, again. You're fighting that ego. You you're fighting. You're literally fighting that ego. So, you know, being erratic and being an adolescent, you're not thinking about dangers. You're not thinking about. You're just playing, and and when you're playing, you're learning so much so fast. That's the real. That's the real way of learning. You know, like you said, you give a kid. You give a kid an iPhone or an iPad, they're going to figure it out just Super like that. Cool. 
right? I've never seen anything like it. So, so with that being said, um, the adolescent phase is being physically and mentally mobile. So when you're around something, uh, spending that time and you loving and you, you, you're learning and you're storing information about it, you're learning and being playful of making little mistakes and, and not, uh, um, rely not uh, tapping into your ego and say oh i can't do this blah blah you're just you're pedaling you're no, tinkering exactly you're tinkering you know what i mean mm -hmm. and you're learning all these things so um so on the phys on on the on the physical side of the adolescent phase you are building myelination okay what myelination is when you're doing movements okay when you're doing movements you're creating myelination is the groove that you're you're grooving or 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 yeah you're grooving between neurons in the brain that's called myelination so you're building up those so creating patterns that the yes. brain has to continue to try with that exactly so that's what happens in the brain between the neurons so you you building in the building that and you're able to do those movements better and better and better but at the same time you're also building an imagination because on the mental side of things, because when you do something physically so many times, you'd be like, well, this is a, I can skip B and get to C. Makes so sense. on the, on the adolescent phase, you're building this mobility, this physical and mental mobility, whether it's, you know, um, playing outside and things like that, but also socially you'll be able you, you start to learn how to, socially be mobile interactive with people, interactive with learning people. certain limitations yes what, hurt feelings, what, you, what, can, what you can and can't so. can't do so the class on wednesdays we do a lot of mobility things so as we start building up the flexibility and build up the mobility you start to develop these traits because you 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 feel comfortable mm -hmm. you know when you can as an adult, if you can come in here and crawl on the floor, you're going to, you're going to be moving around, hopping around a little bit more when you're talking to friends, you're going to feel good because you can do things without having to think about, Oh, I can't do that. I got to do this or do that. You know, because you lose the, the openness, you lose the influence, the influence. outside of your own will. Yes. 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 So that is the adolescent phase. Now, yeah. Um, the adult phase, Ooh. which again, uh, go back to the adolescent phase real quick. We need, and we lose, we lose that adolescent effect. I mean, uh, yeah, the adolescent phase as we get older, but we, our job is to maintain that as well. Right. So we now, lose our desire. Well, we lose, we'll lose our, our playfulness. Okay. Our will to learn because we think we already know everything because we've been hurt. That kind of goes back to what I was laughing about. Yeah. Everybody laughed at me about my basketball goal. Okay. I promise you, I wake up every day and go out and just shoot for fun. And it's just, it's like being a kid all over again because you get to go out. Now, that's it. No. I'm also building, I can go and play basketball 45 yes. minutes. Yes. Without a break, not yes. really water. And it's just fun. There ain't no thought about it. I'm not worried about making it to the league. I'm outside shooting my ball. Because I have a, a house that I'm not stressed about because mm -hmm. I'm paying the bills. Yep. I got a lifestyle that I desire. It's fun. To People don't know that connection when you do things that you did as a little kid playing basketball or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
that literally, and that's why we're doing these movements in here, you literally become, um, you literally have that energy. You, you become less stressful, and, and you know what I mean? Your heart slows down. You start learning. You always, you always want to learn and always want to get better at things, you know what I mean? So just like without even, I mean, of course, this information is nothing new, but the connections to how it's, mm -hmm. it's done is, is, is something new. Um, but you knew that when you go outside and play, you're getting that energy. You know what I mean? You're getting that mindset. You know what I mean? That playful kid mindset, you know? And it also had it affected the neighborhood, I think, now I'm trying to see. Start. It. Because my neighborhood has kids. Mm -hmm. And they'll come and they'll see yes. you playing. And yes. Nowadays, I used to be, can I keep up with these kids? Now I'm like, well, let's see what we all could do. Well, yes. I see one of, I have this kid named Bubby who lives down the street. Mm -hmm. He's full of energy, but it, it has to be more like his running style is terrible. He can't <laughs> yeah. run the same as life. Yeah. Or his social interactions. Mm -hmm. He's been so used to being closed off because yes. he said the wrong thing one time that, like, mm -hmm. when he comes to me, mm -hmm. it's like, wait a minute, Bobby, just slow down, mm -hmm. breathe. You can tell me what you want to tell me. I just want you to breathe and feel what you want to say. Mm -hmm. You don't have to get it out. I'm not going to close you off. Mm -hmm. You learn. I didn't realize kids desire that. My yes. younger brother, he thought yes. that actually because I'm 26 and he just turned 10 mm -hmm. last Wednesday. I looked at him more like a son than I did yeah. a sibling because mm -hmm. it's just been a big of a gap. Yeah. So when you're with him, if he says he wants to go and make these things and imagine this world, I can't stop that concept. You don't want to stop. That. I want to encourage. Well, yes. how can I help you? Yep. You want to be this? Can I put the Nintendo Switch down for you and make you build this in the real world? I hate that about my parents. I, I love them, but I'm like, Most let Roman parents, go outside. Yeah. Like, let him go outside. Yeah. He shouldn't be going outside only if I'm outside. Now I live four hours away. Yeah. So that's my big stress. It's, it's so fun to just go and hang out with a kid for yeah. a day. Put yeah. the phone down. Put everything down. Only in technology, I'll leave my Apple Watch. I just yeah. like to keep track of things. Yeah. I like to see my trend mm -hmm. without having. That's also the thing I love about my watch, too. I don't have to check it. It mm -hmm. tells me, hey, you burned this much. This is what your heart was doing. You already measured it. I don't have to worry about that. I like to just the, to do it. At this mm -hmm. It's all yep. just going. But you lose that. I mean, there was a point where I lost that myself. Yes. And it took the stress of the world coming off of me to enjoy it going to the gym like everyone's like well you gotta be going for a reason you trying to become a lifter or a pro no i'm having fun i'm becoming a better me i'm enjoying what i'm it's doing so much easier to know you can go and do stuff without it just taking a toll yeah on yep like i love the fact that i can be up 12 13 hours and be fine mm -hmm. and have a good day like today i can wake up go and play with the kids or my puppies outside get this ready, move around. I'm not tired. I'm not out of breath. I'm just mm -hmm. having fun. It takes endurance. Yeah. And if I, when I go to the gym, there's some sets I can't hit. I don't go, well, let me never try again. It's like, all right, I want you one day. You ain't one life. Let me just yep. keep moving. So we're in the adult stage now. Yes. So, so what's different here? So the adult stage is just like the adult stage. You got to do shit that you don't want to do absolutely <laughs> all right excuse my language <laughs> no but, you're good I, um, i've heard your slogan the good morning <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah 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 so uh, <laughs> yeah i caught backlash on that but it, it don't matter people but, are offended um, already anyway. exactly um 
But the adult phase is just that, doing the things that you don't want to do, enduring, mm-hmm. endurance. So you have to endure, you know, uh, those things that that that's hard, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because if you don't do it, it's not going to get done, you Facts. know what I mean? Uh, and you have a lot of responsibilities, you know? So um, um, the, the faith and energy have to match. In okay. your adult stage. In your adult stage. Those two have to mirror. You know, that almost sounds like you're going back to the infant stage and some of the adolescent stage. It so, just seems like a more mature version of it. It's all, it's all so, uh, of course, you can't have endurance if you don't have mobility. True. You can't have mobility if you don't have flexibility. True. So, yes, it's building upon itself. And not leaving yes. anyone behind. So, it all is necessary. Yes. So, you have... You have your faith and you have your energy, right? So whatever energy is practice or repetition. So whatever mm-hmm. you practice, the more you practice, so the more you repetition you have have in something, mm-hmm. what's gonna happen? You're, you're gonna, gonna have better. you're gonna have more faith in the outcome. Mm-hmm. So so the more you do, the more you practice, the more this faith build. Or it can be vice versa. The more you have faith in something, the more practice and repetition you're going to give to it. You're going to give to it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So those two things have to mirror. Okay. So going back to, going back to uh, the adolescent phase, if you say, if you say, oh, um, I love powerlifting, but you always over there by um, the BMX guys and doing stuff in the bike, those two things ain't matching. Right. Right. So your, your, your purity and your space is going to be filled up with, you know, the BMX is right. So same thing here is, you know, those things have to match. Okay. So your faith, um, your faith in energy has to match and you have to, who, who I'll say this, who likes to run? I, I mean, from the beginning, from no, the very beginning. From as long as I can remember. That's awesome. My coach laughed That's and he awesome. says, you're the only person I've ever seen smile. Now, does it <laughs> hurt? Absolutely. Yes. But yes. it it made sense. Like yes. to me, that's how I clear my mind. Actually, lifting is my least when I was young. Mm-hmm. Couldn't stand lifting, but yes. felt inadequate. Never mm-hmm. was my thing. That's running, up. I can go out run in the woods for days on that's end and have the best peace and clarity. That's where, because eventually up. you hit a certain point when you're running and you just hear your breath, and eventually you want to shut it up. Yes. So when you want to calm that breathing down, yes. and you don't want to hear it anymore. You can feel just everything. It's, it's. I can't even explain yes. how it is, but yes. It's, but I mean, I don't feel that when I'm lifting. Not especially not at the beginning. Yes. I used to be sent. Just give me the thirty minutes, please. <laughs> now I'm like, okay, I'm an hour and fifteen minutes. Yes. Do I have a walking? Do I have a running? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm gonna go play basketball a little later. So, do I have the time? Mm-hmm. Well, you got the time. You already here. You don't have. What's twenty extra minutes gonna cost you? Yeah. If it couldn't, if something had to happen 20 minutes later, how much am I passionate about it? And I, I've come to realize now with my, my health is a passion of mine. My dad, he always makes me laugh. He's like, well, son, I don't know why you're kidding yourself. You should do this. Like, he's like, you can earn all this. I'm like, well, I don't really want to earn off of certain aspects of my life because it'll it lose its fun. Look, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was a question I did have for you. How do you turn your business, your passion into your business? Um, it is it is a hard thing. Um, 
um it is it it is a hard thing uh it's um it's something you you have you have to find that balance you know and for a while i had to, i struggled with finding that balance of when i'm not at work don't think about work yeah but, cutting it off yeah cutting it off and and that's just anytime you have a business you know period whether it's you know your passion or not you know it's hard to leave it's hard to leave it at work because you're in charge of everything. True. You know what I mean? And so everything falls on you. Yeah, everything falls on you. So um um the biggest thing is it's passion. You 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 have to give yourself those boundaries, but you have to lead in passion because when somebody see you passionate in something, they're gonna wanna be a part of it. Oh, they'll help. And they help you. Yes. And my dad always says, nobody wants to help somebody who ain't going to help themselves. Yep. 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 See so, yeah. I mean, you yeah. laugh. You know, I'm actually an engineer. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's, yeah. I mean, I love engineering. It's my job. But yeah. it's not my passion. My passion is people. Yeah. I love to talk to people. Yeah, so see that. to get away from work, I started podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. It makes I like to. Most people aren't that different. When you look yeah. at the successful people, aren't that different. How about that? Yeah. That's yeah. my better way. Because every successful person I know, they commonly have their health in check because you have to be able to, have that to. body has to keep being able to go. You mm -hmm. have to have an engine running. You can't yeah. drive that car until the oil change mm -hmm. and then not get the oil change. You're going to be sluggish. You're going to be, it all makes sense. I mean, mm -hmm. everything from simple and in engineering, simple mechanics makes sense. Yeah. Things that are lubricated will continue to move. Yes. yes. Things that are tuned in and cleaned and maintained will continue to function. Mm -hmm. If the body doesn't work like that, then how can a machine work? If you, Everything's based off of the body if anyway. If you put diesel gas in a regular vehicle, you're going to run the engine. Yes. So if you are putting terrible things in your body that your body isn't naturally going to equip itself with, it's going to have a terrible result. Yes. And and back to, uh, so, you know, back to the, 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 the triangles is, it's just that. So, you know, we, we went over, you know, all three phases of life and we have to, in order to be your full self, your being, whether it's, you know, trying to be better you and in life or putting that process in, in a, a, a trade, because if you say you want to do something, you have to, you know, you have to desire and you have to be innocent and being open to everything that you have to do. True. Right. Uh, same thing, you have to put the time in, which the more time you have in it, the more you love it, and the more information as far as the mind space or whatever, and then so on and so forth with faith. Now, the reason why I came up with this or how I came up with this and through my experience is because um, I became so good at what I did um, as far as lifting don't you know how you said, you know, running for you was that it just makes sense. Run lifting for me was my yoga, was my meditation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And every time I would perform, you know, um I competed a lot, but in my later stages of 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 my career, I did more exhibitions than anything because people just wanted to see me lift, you know? Um um I had to I had I had the the um the the pleasure to experience 
like you said, you lose yourself. So everybody, you know, most of everybody, whether it's a sport, whether it's a job where they became good at something, right? And, you know, when they're in the middle of doing what they're doing, like you can you can kind of hear what's going on outside, say it's for the sport. You can kind of hear people, but can't hear them. You can kind of see, but you can't see, you know, you just in that zone, the flow yeah. state, right? So I had, I had, I was blessed to experience that on a higher level. Okay. And this is, this is where I say you're in the being stage or the miracle stage. Okay. Cause when the mind and body, okay. Is operating together as one. as one, right. And they mirroring each other. The thing is, is that you're no longer thinking the body and the mind and body is just operating. So you're just reacting, right? Most athletes say things like, like I've yes. heard that from basketball players. So yes. Like, when you're in your zone, the goal feels seven feet big. There's not one shot. There's not one motion. You're not moving. I've literally heard that from after yes. like, I'm, I'm doing yes. stuff I've never done before, and it's yes. just going. And it's because yes. you hit that moment yep. where it just blends. Now, the hard part is trying to replicate that blend because you start thinking about how do I get back to that. But you don't even know. You didn't think when you first hit that moment. So, so how do you – it's really just absence of thought and, I guess, repetition. <laughs> there you so, go. So to say all this at a, at a simple – in a simple statement is time plus um, um, time plus uh, repetition with the absence of ego. Uh, plus repetition. So that's my definition of what worth ethic is. So time and repetition. Okay. You have the time. You have the repetition. If you cut the time, you don't get the repetition. If you cut the repetition, you don't get the time. And the only reason why you cut either one of those is because you're ego. You're tired. Or you <laughs> you want to go ahead and get, get to your goal or you want to do that. You see what I'm saying? Do this or that, right? So time, time plus repetition with the absence of ego. So, so with all that being said, my experience of performing in front of people for hundreds and or whatever, how many people it, it, it's been over, you know, and, and, uh, events like the moments where people wanted to see me because I was small and can lift, lift a ton of weight. Yeah. They wanted to see me because I didn't have the same approach. It was more of a meditative state of lifting and I wasn't aggressive at all. And people wanted to feel that energy that I projected out when I was lifting. And emotion. So, so the energy is what I mean. So yeah, emotion. there you go. So that, 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 that emotion. So um, I would have, so the Ono Classic, Ono Classic is the biggest uh, fitness event in the world. Okay. Yes. Okay. Ono, yep. Ono Classic. That, that happened. Well, the dates have changed now ever since, I mean, not Katrina, but uh, the COVID. Uh, COVID, but um, um, it's uh, it happened every year at first weekend, first weekend of March, and it it's like a hundred, it's like two hundred and fifty thousand people go to this event. Okay, to see lift, to lift is all it's 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 hundreds of sports going on, hundreds of sports, and it's thousands of athletes, 
you know, and people just come in. It's a big expo. Um, on Saturday, Saturday, Saturday the 12th and 1 is the peak of the whole event. And and I would always, uh, my sponsor, which was Animal, um, uh, they would, you know, uh, fly the best, the best lifters, athletes that they had, and they, we would put on an exhibition. I couldn't say it for a second. That's a big word for me. Um, but um, they would put me at that slide at the highest point of the whole event. And their their booth was one of the bigger booths, and it's, it was called the cage. The, <laughs> animal. The animal, exactly. Yeah. It's called the cage. So it's it's a cage, you know, and um, you're sitting in the middle of that, and you have to you have to lift for everybody. And when I say there will be hundreds of people smashed up against that fence just to see see me lift and to feel that energy, you know, it, it's crazy because I got I, I I did it so much to where I can play with energy of of them giving me all their energy of looking. And me using that breathing and taking that energy and giving it right back when I when I actually lift. Like when I say my peers and you have grown men and grown athletes and females cry just to see somebody lift. It's a different thing. You know it's you know it's you know it's something more to it. You know what I mean? Um so it was more of a spiritual thing than anything, you know, feeling that energy. Um so you know, going into that lift, you know, it's a, or the night before, it's a lot of doubt. Okay. You, you get in your head, you know, it's a lot of doubt. Can I do this? You're scared. If you're not scared, then you're not ready. Yeah. So, so, yes, you know, sorry. going through all that, you know, not sleeping the best and things like that. And the next day walking in, you know, when the times come, you know, I'm doing my breathing, calming down, really breathing and people are watching and I'm doing, you know, slow, methodical, you know, movements, doing my warm ups and things like that. And when the time actually come, that's where everything comes to its pinnacle of meeting your fear. <laughs> right. So when you get to that point, it's do or die. And stepping through that fear is when everything shuts off. Boom. You in that flow state. And Whatever you had going and you was going to do, it happens. It's almost like you can actually see yourself doing it. And when it's over, it's like, oh, man, I did it. You know what I mean? Back into the real world. You're back into the real world. So you, you know like what I mean? almost unlocked. This, you go into spirit, bro, the sense to hit that moment. Yes. And it's, I feel like that. <laughs> what's one after that said? To me, I feel like that would be a regret that we never got to actually see yourself compete because you're the one competing compete, outside yes. of you. Because I felt that energy never actually in athletics came quiet. See, my partner, Dr. Packwood, college, mm -hmm. magical man. I mean, never made excuses. He lost his right arm, which mm -hmm. was dominant arm. Mm -hmm. The car accident, start teaching him as well. But there could be a point where in practice, I never seen it replicated actually in performance where everyone in every sound in cohesion and it's just a feeling of like it takes literally everything out of you because you're just like and for a second you get to move out and you're like i'm a part of this yes and my contribution had to include to make this sound 
and it sounds so pure and innocent. Yes. You almost only want someone to record it because you really only want that people moment. who are there with you that share that, that say, I felt that too. Or I saw that too. I heard that too. Mm. I don't I don't want to even have to give that to someone else. So that's why if for me to have a lot of that's really business. That's why I admire because you want to keep it to yourself. It's a magical moment because you don't want someone to try to replicate it. Do it. Uh, don't do its justice. Yes, they get like you exactly. don't want for you to be able to leave your gym and then have someone else delegate, and they can't replicate what you did. So, have you found difficulty delegating? Is my next question. Delegating as far as which you mean like um... responsibility in general. Like, uh, are you because? You seem to take everything on yourself. The hardest part about leadership yeah. is delegation. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, no. Yeah, I, I, it, it is. It is very. It is very difficult. Um, um, because of the simple fact, um, just like what you said, in this aspect, I feel, um, I feel that I have to find the right people for the right areas to be able to do it justice you know and now at this stage of the beginning stages of it's a physical thing now it's very hard to keep you know uh keep things going and, and delegating my time because it's a lot of things that i i know that i need to do to set that to set that routine or to set that uh, that blueprint mm -hmm. for someone to be able to come in and do that. Take it in and keep it in the vision that you have. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's it, probably, I guess, your next challenge. Yes. Exactly. Delegate some. some I'm so bad. Yeah. Like I had when I first started, my um, my brother, he's an audience. Mm -hmm. He uh, he recorded for me. Mm -hmm. And like, well, I recorded, I would send it to him. And, he would clean it up as much as he could. And I love him and he did a wonderful job and I just knew the passion for what I wanted wasn't there. So it wasn't a lack of disability. It's just my desire to your expectations. keep my hands off it. Yeah, your expectations it, of what mine. it should. Yes. So if it's mine, I don't want to have to say it's very wrong for anyone else other than me. I don't even want to give you the option. But my teacher, she told me, she said, if you are a leader and you leave and the place goes down, you are not a great leader. Not, and I had to learn that in a leadership course. And it yeah. stuck me. I hated her for it. I was like, are you crazy? Like, no, lady. Good leadership is you being the figure and the one doing it. And it's you have to be willing to do it and capable of doing it. Mm -hmm. But you have to also be willing to trust Trust, yes. as a leader. Yeah. That's a hard thing. So it's like a hard leadership thing. is yeah. not something simple. It's, it's mm -hmm. cute to talk about it. Well, well this is a part of of my definition of worth ethic and core strong so leadership what is what is true what is what is power what is true power what is true strength okay in powerlifting you know i did everything backwards you know in lifting i know you probably heard explosion speed and explosion right i don't teach speed and explosion i teach drive slow and steady right okay <laughs> so you have dynamite and you have dynamo okay Dynamite is explosion, Mo momentum, right? You have momentum. Once that power hit, boom, it's gone. And whatever was, like was yep, whatever was going, 
It's going to go and it's on its own realm. You just gave it that, that, that motivation. You gave it that, you know, that uh, explosion or that, you know, that um, momentum to move, but you no longer have any control over it. I'm scared. Right? No, no control over it. But what true power is to maintain everything. It's not, it's, it's constant influence. You see what I'm saying? That's what true power. That's that's why I became as strong as I, I, I have become is because of I was I had constant power or constant control over everything in my body. Mm-hmm. So that's what true power is. A lot of people, like I said, a lot of those coaches, big names, small names, it's explosion. But when you move with explosion, you no longer have contact between the ground and the inanimate object. And in between, it's only motivation, it's only momentum, and then you will break because when when you're not connected, you're relaxed. Yeah. So you can only you can only get to a certain peak until you cannot utilize mot- uh, momentum or motivation. So power is constant influence. Not control, but constant influence of the body. So when I look at lifting, lifting is not looking at the weight. I don't look at the weight. I think about my body. So my body has influence on the weight on my on my back or in my hands, right? So it's it's constant influence. So I have to I have to maintain my body in those movements in order to influence the outer things. So that's where it comes to be so hard at being a leader or, or or being good at something is because it's constant influence. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that's what core strong is, is power. So again, to go back when the, you know, to go back, you have the the mind and body uh triangles. When those marry each other, that's when the black triangle actually the black triangle is always there but but it's at its peak you're in you're in good spirits you know or you have good power because of those things uh, uh mirroring each other so i would say um um i would say that when the black triangle uh, forms it's formed of depth, power, authority, and the unknown. That's huh? what the black. That's what the black triangle represents. It's like that's a what, black like, hole. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Unknown. No. So. So it's, it's it's depth. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're scared of depth. You're scared of that power. That that power that it that it holds. You're scared of the unknown because you got to do things. That you have no idea that's going to come up. You've never seen. That you've never seen, right? And the authority, you have to be able to stand into that in that authority. You know what I mean? Like the authority of 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 just of of just being in that that realm is just scary. You yeah. know what I mean? I get it. So so when the mind and body when the mind and body mirrors, it can stand withstand that type of environment. So it can maintain all that. So here's another question. I mean, this is just an offering. Powerlifting, it's usually one rep or something, 
Oh, yeah. How do you maintain your soldiers to doing multiple reps? How do you, like, control that excitement? Or how do you replicate that same excitement for being able to rep consistently instead of a one rep max? Think about this. 10 sets of 10. By the time you get to your, your last set, you're tired. You're fatigued. You're... Your body's just emotional. No, so, so, well, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, you're tired. You're fatigued. Everything is heavy, you know, um, and mentally. The mental fortitude, you know, is, is being fully tested, if not shot. As soon as you get 500 pounds on your back, what happens? You're trying to sustain your structure, mm-hmm. all right? You got you got to um, you sustain your structure. You got to have the drive for when you go down and come up. You got to have that constant drive. You have to have the mental fortitude, and you have to you have to be able to maintain your form and technique. So it's the same thing on the opposite spectrum. So a all these exactly, it's a mirror. So it's the same thing. So in order to keep your composure, you have to breathe and stay calm. Okay. But, um, but when you have that weight on your back and you used to that, that's why I said earlier, you know, you can make lighter weight feel heavier, but you can be safe because you're under lighter weight. You see what I'm saying? So, so you, you, you creating that, that environment to be able to be safe, but actually feel what it's going to feel like, okay, to be able to maintain heavier weight, okay, and your body, okay. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, um, it's, what is, what, what's above is below. Everything is a mirror. Everything is a mirror. Everything plays off of, you, you know. Champagne. <laughs> what did you say? What are you talking about? Why are you there? Green. You said something about a rainbow? No, we didn't. That's just a philosophy, well, but to understand, you know, I don't to, know, but I can't. Right <laughs> to understand, to understand the concept. So that's why I said it's so complex, but it's so simple at the same time. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, well, if you want to have a lot of money, save up money. Sounds simple, <laughs> but and yeah, so the complexity of life shows exactly. Like you have desires, and you exactly. Have, so everything in your formula, it also sounds like it's, it's a business module. It's you a, want like success a, in any form, any form of you fashion. You have, have all of those. And it has to be maintained. Too many of us cut off one or yes. overuse one and misuse the other yes. one. So I, it, 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 I'm laughing because I've heard this mm-hmm. in other forms mm-hmm. outside of lifting, mm-hmm. but I've never equated lifting mm-hmm. to be the exact same yep. form of success. It's all pretty much persistence. Yes. I want to be the best podcast. So I want to be good at it. I have to keep practicing. I have to keep mm-hmm. failing. I have to keep yep. trying. I have to learn what I say. I have to work on my my big thing. When I talk so I can interview. And I when I interview, I get I look at my waves compared to my guest waves. Mm-hmm. My waves are too much. It's wrong. I'm looking today, and I'm able to. I know I'm letting my the interviewee speak. I'm just interjecting and being able to help. Mm-hmm. Bridge rather than being the only one driving. I want to be mm-hmm. a bridge for my life. Yes, to interviewing, and I do want to be the driver, power driver. I've done it. <laughs> I want to try something new. Like 
that challenge has been laid on it. If I want to be interviewed, I need someone else to interview me. Mm-hmm. I want to learn. I want to be able to gain experiences. So my last question I had for you before we wrap up is you have a training course for young athletes, preteens. What made you want to reach back and guide the future health for something specific? Um, when I started off training, well, I, I would say starting off training kids, but um, um, I was a pre-sea trainer back in uh, the the late 2010s. Um, and Parisi is athletic, you know, uh, sports performance trainer. Okay. Um, and I enjoyed that, you know, and I influenced those kids and taught them real information, you know. Um, and it, Every place that I did have as far as facility, I did I did that, you know, and and it makes me f- to to see the growth and to see those accomplishments, you know, uh, that those kids get and and recognize, oh, this paid off. He was he was strict or he was this or he was that, you know what I mean? It's like it was all for a reason, and they learn, you know, and they take those. And to this day, kids come back and say, you know. Uh, man, this yes, you know what I mean. That that perspective, you know what I mean, and and not just kids, but you know adults too. You know they come back and they say that as well. You know, and um, that's something else. You know, one of the, I mean, that one of the moments, uh, I had a uh, a lifter, one of my last high school uh, female lifters, um, Autumn Adams. Um, her dad was a firecracker. He he, he passed away the past uh, what two years ago. Great guy, but he was a very passionate guy, you know, and protective of his daughter oh, and uh, um, and animated, you know what I mean? Of course. So my mom. Oh, uh, so you know, they had got word of me that I you know I trained you know um, students and um, and. They met me like a day before, no, a week before, maybe two weeks before a, a competition. And um, and she wasn't ready. She had to, to be in a suit and she had to be have knee wraps or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so she was totally uncomfortable with squatting with stuff that she had to squat with. And and uh, and uh, first meet, I had to put knee wraps on her and, and uh, she got on on the platform to squat and um and uh, she went down and it was just so different for her she fell and fell back and, and it shook her it's one of those things like this is not a game well not that it's not a game anymore this is um this was going to be something that i have to i have to um fix because in her head now, she is scared of squatting, right? Like a dog bite. Yes. Time. You gotta learn to know. Oh man! Like, I mean, how do you tell someone to put their hand next to that dog? No. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you know, they came to me you know, two weeks prior, you know, and she was with the coach that she was with, and then I was at the meet and I wrapped her, so she hadn't even been wrapped, so all that. So, um, so after that, they came to me for training, and boy, like 
when I say it was a journey and we went through it, you know, as far as like the information and getting her confidence. Acceptance. Acceptance. Change Change needed. And, and what she was afraid of, she ended up her last year breaking the all time squat state record. Yeah. So, and that moment when she hit it, she put that bar down she jumped up and jumped in my arms with tears like and that moment it felt like this is exactly why this is you know so to stick to get those moments like that is is very powerful you know what i mean like spiritual yeah exactly you know i'm getting flustered now but but just to see her face her joy you know what i mean was everything like you're looking again and not even that um it's just a It's just the 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 fact that, that I can get to, get to people to say this is a real thing. This is this is this is real. This can happen. You can get to where you want. You know what I mean? Like what I, what I speak is not. I'm not just saying saying stuff. But you got to go through the trials and you got to go through you know all this. It's this is something. Ten, this is more tangible than the tangible. You know what that kind of sounds you know like. What I mean? it's the Bible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when it's so, a Bible of fitness, and yeah. It's a lot of people that say a lot of this sound sound mm-hmm. cute. It yes. sounds inspirational. Yeah, but I mean, it, have you seen it or to live by the Bible in mm-hmm. comparison? Yes, than to, just hear about about two different lifestyles. Two different lifestyles, and most people who live by it don't really even have to tell you the words. You see the action. You see the action. You see how people move. Like you see like things that matter to people. And, what that means and matter. People knew eventually it hurt my week when I was younger. People weren't gonna invite me out to go on a party because they know I didn't drink. They knew mm-hmm. I was a, I would follow the rules. My mom, mm-hmm. my mom, and we had a funny story. Um, I was I actually go to this party. I wanted to go so so bad, mm-hmm. and she said, "Trey, what will be there?" I said, "Mom, more than likely alcohol, marijuana. You know I don't partake. Never have." She said, "That's fine." We knew what the rules were. Mm-hmm. I got to the party. There's cocaine. Mm. Me and my mother did not agree on that. Mm-hmm. I told my friends, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Me and my mom did not agree on this. Their argument, well, we agreed on the weed and alcohol. That's here too. I said, yes, but there's an outside barrier here that mm-hmm. I did not agree with my mother to. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving. I left, came home. By the time I came home, my mom, she, I think she was going to have, go out for some time. She said, why are you back? I said, there's cocaine. We didn't negotiate that. I went back in the room and we watched a movie that night. That's and that's just been in me always. So they looked at me different. Getting yeah. over the fact that I knew I was going to be different was fine. Because yes. my favorite argument used to be well, we come from the same backgrounds. I think the only thing different in people are decisions. decisions. That's it. Your decisions are the only Everyone yes. wakes up saying, I have opportunity yep. to do whatever you please. And people see my fire. So no one really gets in my way at this point. Mm-hmm. But sometimes not getting in my way means you're going to be by yourself more times than yes. you with someone. Yes. Because you have to be in tune with your yep. spirit. You have to have the confidence. For me, not a new job, I have to go out and talk to people and ask for their permission to share their story. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing about them other than what I've been heard. That takes a lot of confidence because you're going to get a no. Yeah. You're going to get no, yeah. <laughs> or you're going to have mistakes where you talk about something that you didn't know was supposed to be spoken about. Mm-hmm. And in my field, that's where people make their money. I don't want to make my money on mm-hmm. lack of attention. Yeah, I want to make exactly. my money on the inspiration, the story. Mm-hmm. I can, I'd rather build a relationship 
then build a bank account. Yep. So. Yep. yep. But I mean, but that's the passion part. When you do that, you know, it's going to build when you when you catch the passion of what you want to capture. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, it, I mean, again, all in all, you know, um, with that, there's a there's a uh, saying, um, the Tao. Thou, thou, uh, the Tao is a, um, it's not a religion, but it's a, it's a, it's a practice and it, it has a parable and it says, um, part of the parable says when you can't tell the dancer from the dance. So being so in tune of just being, you can't tell is the dance taking over the person or is the person doing the dance? So that's where we should be as a person where we're not thinking, you know what I mean? So that's what this whole, that's what core strong is, is getting to the point to where you can't, that person is just it, like being like Christ. I am that I am being just being is where we should be. So my whole goal is to yes, get people healthier. You know what I mean? Um, but the back end, my ultimate goal is when people get healthier and become more open, sure. they uh, become more open, uh, uh, they learn more, or op uh, being open to learn more and to be able to practice what they learn, okay? That, that there is allowing them to be more themselves and not think and just be, you know? So that's the ultimate thing. So if I can do that, I'm helping one person at a time to make place a little bit better. Because if you're if you're if you're better with yourself, then you're gonna be better with everybody else around you. You're gonna have empathy and and know that, you know, that person has done this, but it's a, it's a person. They go through bad things and things like that. You know what I mean? So that's my overall, you know, goal. But that sounds funny. My, you think about it. You just said how you felt about teaching your children. Mm -hmm. That was that. That's where your journey yes. started. Yes. Yep. And it just is a circle. It's just a circle. Go back. Yep. I just find that literally amazing. Yep. That subconsciously, everything you learned from the beginning is coming back. Coming there back. was not one step, one event that wasn't influential towards your purpose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's. It's wild. Um, and that's how, you, you know, that's how life, like you said, that's how life is, you know what I mean? And and I'm very grateful for my journey. I'm very grateful for the people uh, that came in and that, that was came in and out of my life. And um, uh, yeah, I enjoyed speaking on it because there's a lot of things that um, that I've learned that I know that other people can learn from from my experience as well. You ever thought about making a podcast? Um, no, um, <laughs> I mean, not, not I'd rather hear you on an audio wave than happens. Yeah. So many people are just, it's yeah. misogyny. It's like, oh, this is what a man yeah. should do. You're yeah. not hearing Because a podcast is, it's a new age. To me, it's college audio. Yeah. You can learn through lessons. Yes. That you don't have to experience it. You can hear them. Yep. You can guide us. Because contrary to me, someone might say, well, he didn't show me a single thing about form mm -hmm. in this audio. But if you practice what was taught, the lesson of life itself, mm -hmm. and you move it to your preparation for 
physical activity. Yes. It, there's no formula that it won't work for. Yep. So it's just having to hear it. And I think my, I've learned more that it's not all, there's no disconnect in what I always think, separation. I mean, it's the same way when, I, when you told me how you move, that's how I move in the gym, that's how I move in my job, that's how I move in my preparation mm -hmm. cooking food or how I, like, it's all. It's a format. There's, there's actually, and that's when you said who you were. Mm -hmm. You didn't want to be seen as one thing because truly it's all, you're everything. It's, yes, yes, so. yes. Do you have any last final thoughts you want to tell the audience before we wrap it up? Or I probably do, but uh, go ahead. But, you got uh, all the time. Um, but I mean, really, um, this is something again, like like we have spoke on. This is something that I I wanted to put together for a very long time, and very grateful. I just had my grand opening uh, about a week and a half ago. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you, and um, very grateful for the support that I had. You know, the people come came out and 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 I got to um, start to uh, give them this information. So I use that I use that platform to give them a little bit of this information of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And and any time or any chance that I have, just like with this, you know, I want to put it out there so people to so people understand, you know, um, if you don't feel good, and I didn't go into the food aspect of it, but um, I was if looking you don't... for an episode part two. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, in order to to be your best, you have to do, and 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 doing is more of being like, um, uh, if you want to say being like Christ, you know, you do. Yes, you want to think about things, but in performance, you want to, you want to do okay. Um, overly thinking, um, if you think, I forgot the name of that book, but, um, the five second rule, if you, if you take five seconds to think about something, you're not going to do it. You're going to, you're going to pause, you're going to do something else. You're going to talk yourself out of what is, what you, what you plan to do. So, um, the body filters everything. And if you don't take care of the body, then the mind will take over. And that's not a good thing. So um, that's that's what I wanted to say. And I appreciate you know you coming and allowing me to um, allowing me to uh, spread you know my thought and my ideology and things like that. It's prophecy. Y'all need to start learning. <laughs> I thank you for giving me the opportunity. I, I truly do. I hope it's in the last time we have a conversation because, like I said, the, the world needs people like. What's in your soul? Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. You still like, I mean, I feel like I'm not a kid. I felt like you did an outreach for me as well. So you came to me. I mean, I just asked for the opportunity. You gave me everything I could ever ask for. So I appreciate it. It's an honor to meet you. I'm a big fan. I think we're going to close out the episode here, guys. So again, this is Trey Allen from the I Speak Code Switch podcast. And we are out. We'll see you next time.